I'm throwing a birthday party for Jude, our youngest, on Sunday. And it's at a pool. So we're doing a pool party. And so I was going to do pool-themed, beach-themed uh, party favors. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was super genius. And I went and got these sand buckets and then I got squirt guns and goggles and all this fun stuff. Is there like a sandy area at the pool? Well, no. (laughs) No, well, some pools have that. I know, no, it doesn't. But I just was thinking like, you know, water, swimming, just beachy themed. I mean, there's not like party supplies that are for the public pool. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm going water themed. So (laughs) I make these party favors and I have them lined up on top of our dresser in our bedroom. And I had found these uh, stickers that I had that were like shimmery, looked like reflections on the water. Uh, oh, no. Letters. So I, ma- I put oh. their names on all the buckets, you know. And so I'm sitting in bed and I'm looking at our dresser <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap. I just made party favors for four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> our son is turning nine. <laughs> It looks like some kind of Pinterest find for a toddler's oh, no. birthday party. Well, was what like, was Jordan, in the bucket? Water, like foam water guns. Okay. I mean, age appropriate in the bucket. Yeah. But these nine-year-old boys Ooh. were going to show up to a party with a sand pail and a shovel hanging on well, the side. Well, not so much that, but when you said shimmer to <laughs> describe no, 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 no. the Shimmering letters. They're just silver. <laughs> Well, but they just catch okay. a reflection. They're okay. like big block letters. Oh. That wasn't the worst of it, y'all. It's that my poor child, who is turning nine, is having four boys to a party, and I made them sand pails. So then I very quickly got on Amazon and ordered dark blue um, drawstring, like little backpack bags. Oh, you that's know? a great that's idea. Super cute. They're like waterproof, so they can take them to the pool. Yes. Love it. Smart. Did you put their names on it in glitter? No. <laughs> glitter. <laughs> I decided to leave the names I off. I get to see a paint, Heather with a little paint pen. Yeah, Ooh, some, paint some, pen. some puff, <gasps> no. puff paint would be great. No. Puff paint. Angela. A paint pen. Retract. Because I knew the no. stickers wouldn't stick. I tried. Do, n- do not. Do you not. have to use like a hairdryer with the puff paint? Wasn't that, that something? That was all you guys. That was yeah. the 80s. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, either way. That sounds fun. I'm glad I corrected the mistake before I embarrassed my child. <laughs> did he see the party favors? He did, but I think he wanted to please me in some way. So when I was picking out the buckets, I'm like, Aww. which color do you like? And, you know, he's being sweet. Like, oh, Aww. Jude, maybe blue. But he Aww, didn't seem super baby. interested. Well, what are they going to do with the buckets? I don't know. There's no sand. <laughs> Water. What if, yeah. Just put a water. Put wa- that's manual water. labor. Throw water at each other, you know, nine-year-old boys. It was just I about guess. a cute look. No, I Aww. get it. I get it. But he was probably thinking, "What are we going to do?" With that? I can imagine <laughs> the confusion in his almost nine-year-old brain. I know. I honestly, if it was full of candy, I, I thought nothing of it when I saw them initially. But as soon as she said something, I was like, "Oh my god, you're right. Those are <laughs> what awful. have we done?" Well, not we. Don't group me in on this. Whatever. I would have done no party favors. (laughs) It's all fixed. All is right. Close call. One of the best parts of a party is the party favors. Is it? It's a lot of pressure, too. Well, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. That's why you whittle down the guest list. (laughs) Four kids. Four. (laughs) Including our kid, right? Yeah. There's Oh, Oh, no. What if she suddenly realized she didn't get one for him? That would be a perfect ending to the story. Oh, that would be sad. It would be pretty sad. Well, chalk it up to a close call. Close call. I was on a girl's trip a couple weeks ago, 
and my friend Rachel had bought a couple bathing suits from Somersault. Have y'all heard of this brand? I see it all over Facebook and Instagram. I've never yes. ordered, but I always look. Yes, so it, it's been advertising to me for a while, probably because of my age. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Thank you, bots. The bots oh, know, I know how old you are. But I didn't know if they were all they were chalked up to be. But my friend Rachel bought a couple. She wore them on the trip, loved them. They looked amazing. Mm-hmm. So I ordered one. And it is. They're very flattering. They have several different, you know, colors and, and designs and everything. But they're all for average normal bodies Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh the days of the string bikini are gone far 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 gone yeah so these are super cute stylish bathing suits you know Mm -hmm. that are flattering but anyway so i ordered one i absolutely love it um that's kind of an aside to my point though now i'm getting (laughs) catalogs and flyers and stuff in the mail since i ordered and the catalog showed up the other day and on the very the you know, the front page is this woman in one of their bathing suits and she has, I'm not really sure the the medical term for it, but a skin, skin pigmentation disorder. Um, and so it was kind of like white and brown splotches all over her skin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's an interesting choice for the front of the mm-hmm. cover. But it made so much sense for what the brand was. It's bathing suits for every shape and size of woman Mm -hmm. and if I had gotten the catalog and I know that's what the brand is advertising for and it had been a size two you know 20 something in the bathing suit it wouldn't have really yeah I don't think Mm -hmm. I would have thought anything about it because I'm so used to seeing that Mm -hmm. but because it was someone you know just not picture perfect and I don't Mm -hmm. mean that in any kind of I don't consider myself picture perfect but I was like oh that's refreshing. Yeah. That's, I would prefer to see that because I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a size two. If I was, you know, wanting a string bikini, yeah, give it to me with the Sports Illustrated model on the front. Right. But it's like, okay, this is my people. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, it was very refreshing. Yeah. I've noticed looking through, I always click on the link. I'm just nervous about buying a bathing suit online because I'm notorious for returning things yeah. and I can <laughs> easily return if it didn't fit. But I always look. And it will show you a bathing suit on every body type. And like mm-hmm. the bodies will have cellulite. The bodies mm-hmm. will have big boobs and mm-hmm. not like, you know, perky, perfect ones, <laughs> but the saggy sort. The ones that need a lift. Yes. Um, and it is. I mean, I so don't. refreshing. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But it is refreshing. Like it is mm-hmm. so defeating. To look through a magazine or whatever and only see it on, and nothing against tiny. No, not at all. Tiny, beautiful, seemingly perfect people. (laughs) They can't help it. That's who they are. Uh But it's hard to envision yourself in it. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the website right now and I love that they are not using a lot of Photoshop. No. I mean, there is cellulite everywhere and tan lines. But in every age. Here's the thing. These women look beautiful. Yes. Because they're confident. Yes. Oh, dear. <sighs> I I know. <sighs> I know this is going to lead into a broader conversation. I knew it was. <laughs> but I think we should have it. Yeah. Yeah. I do, too. Because, I, you know, I'm the first one to joke about. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is my neck. But anything we're insecure about or anything we hate about ourselves, like we talk about that on the show. And we kind of rib each other or whatever and, you know, self-deprecating, whatever you want to call it. But every single one of my friends, every woman in my life, honestly, when I look at them, I see their beauty and Mm -hmm. what makes them beautiful. And I mean that with 
every ounce of me. I yep, am yep. not bullshitting when I say mm-hmm. that, especially my sisters. You know, since I'm close with you guys, I know the things that you're insecure about and, you know, whatever. We're girls. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, you're going to talk about the things you hate about yourself. But I don't see any of those. When I look at you guys, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, Jordan, you too. Beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was hoping I wouldn't I have gotten out. so used to seeing those beautiful legs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got brave yesterday um, because this has been something that's actually been on my mind. And... I was like, I avoid tank tops in the summer because I hate my arms. And I see other women in tank tops whose arms aren't perfectly muscular and skinny. And I'm like, and they seem happy and fine. And so I put a tank top on. I went to dinner last night. You look so beautiful. I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to walk with my head held high. And it actually felt very liberating. I know that sounds absolutely (gasps) ridiculous. No, No, it does not. not ridiculous at all. And I mean, it was a full coverage tank top. It's not like skinny straps, but it was still my whole arm was out. So what do y'all think is behind the psychology of advertising the way it is and that you've got your Victoria's Secret and those, you know, companies who what they show you is, you know, a the pipe dream. Yeah, it's it's perfection, mm-hmm. but it's completely unattainable for ninety nine point nine percent of human beings. Mm-hmm. And yet. That's what you look at to decide what you're going to buy. It's just there's something like it makes me wonder if that advertising is propagating the myth of like this is what your man wants you to look like. This is what he wants you to wear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just it it really I, I guess what I'm saying is it's it seems terribly unhealthy and it's cool like you're saying to see that companies now are starting to use models that look real they look yes. like they look like people you see at the gas station and yeah. <laughs> 7-eleven not and, you know. photoshopped is the the big one angela right mm-hmm. especially on somersault but that's an interesting point to think about how this inspires you to dress for you mm-hmm. yeah seeing these women confident i mean not that we're dressing for men but i think there's probably like an underlying societal pressure oh sure well i think victoria's secret has always been like you are going there for your man. Like that, that's totally yes. that's very that's true. That's what it that was. That was like the place for lingerie. Yes. For majority of my life. It's not yes. anymore. I can't mm-hmm. I mean the last time I stepped into one was probably ten years ago. But yeah. that was the place you went. Yes. Lingerie. I hate that word. Yeah. Bachelorette party, bridal shower, whatever. You went there to get mm-hmm. that for yep. the bride. But you never looked as good <laughs> as the people in the magazine. <laughs> I would think sales would be skyrocketing at places just with this approach. I would think mm-hmm. companies are more successful, you know, going after the average woman with their stuff. But Well, there was an article in May going around called the Anti-Victoria's Secret Underwear Revolution is Right Here. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a long mm-hmm. title. A lot of words. <laughs> um, but Specifically the gist, underwear? <laughs> the gist of the article was there is a push towards... I mean, the picture's all in there. It's very basic, Mm -hmm. um, simple, you know, bras and panties. No. (laughs) No. I hate the word panties. Panties is the worst. It is so Possible word. (laughs) I I like to desexualize that word as much as possible, so I say underwears. (laughs) Bras and underwear. Would you hand me my underwears? But it was talking about- I don't know what situation. Yeah, right. You have to hand them to me? (laughs) Wait a minute. I take that. I retract that. 
I yes. retract that. I need to know the scenario in which somebody is needing to hand you Please your underwears. Please hand me my underwears. <laughs> oh my oh god! All right. I don't know why that's what came to mind. Uh, but did you have y'all seen that Victoria's Secret is saying they're doing away with the big Victoria's Secret fashion show? No, like they are. That's my understanding, and they're moving towards models. Like they're apparently getting away from all the you know bombshell knockouts and going to like women of high achievement I think is the way they phrased it but it's basically like Megan Rapinoe the US Olympic soccer player uh-huh. um is going to be one and you know she's I mean, she's not an unattractive woman by any stretch of imagination yeah. but she's yeah. not it's a different your, look she's yeah. not a supermodel <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah she's more athletic but people who are intelligent and have accomplished mm-hmm. things and you know science and whatever <laughs> so it's <laughs> science <laughs> You know, scientists and the like. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. I just. Have... <laughs> you know, they'll be nerdy with the glasses on. Oh no! And not, and no, no guys dig that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> what a horrible stereotype! I'm the worst. Yeah, you are. You just okay. sexualized yeah. underwear. I know. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> She stereotypes scientists. <laughs> Stereotype micro. Wait, I don't know. So the, the gist is that basically uh, yeah. society, I think, is moving in a healthy direction. Danielle, not so much. <laughs> Do you think like I'm stuck in the past? The the time of like the runway model is soon coming to an end. I like wonder. traditional runway models. Wow. Will that soon be obsolete? Well, they need to stop it because we're not all six feet tall and. I, yeah. I wear off the rack. (laughs) I'll never buy couture. Off the TJ Maxx rack. Exactly. Yes. Well, I've never I've never been in that world anyways. Like anything that's on the runway is so far beyond my reach. I mean, by the time it gets down to us, it's such a dumbed down version of what runway fashion is. But I would think that yes. I think it is going that way. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's a positive thing. I do too. I know there's people who find negatives in it. Um, and I feel like those people are the ones who, I don't know, they're like, well, yeah, but you shouldn't glorify an unhealthy body, you know, and that's, yeah, but what is unhealthy? Exactly. I mean, and who are you to say what right. a healthy or unhealthy body is? Right. But at yeah. the same time, like, I don't want to shame. I want to be clear that I'm not like <laughs> dogging skinny people oh, gosh, no. or anything like that. Like it. All of it is beautiful. Yes. I just think it, not every shape has been fairly represented, and it needs to be more Correct. balanced. So that is very well said. Yeah, the standard for beauty is is changing. Yes, and it's not. I think it seems like at least there's an effort to make it move towards attainable, towards yeah, yeah a normal, healthy body. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're saying we can't define that, but yes, well, as somebody yeah. who doesn't look uh, anorexic somebody who doesn't or anemic shut up is that Freudian shut up he He doesn't look anemic anymore that's right that's right I don't look anemic anymore damn it but I think when you were talking about the women with um, she had the skin condition Mm -hmm. and women on there that had stretch marks it's helping us see okay let's not see this as a flaw this is part of who we are Mm -hmm. and you know maybe a woman had that because she lost a lot of weight yeah and that's a badge mm-hmm. of honor for that or pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say their target demographic is moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
me up, Sign maybe. me up. They had my number. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll try to order a bathing suit from you them. You should. I think you should. And then we'll post some pictures. No. Oh. oh my gosh. I don't think we're there yet. Oh, okay. no. We're progressing. But I will never be so confident as to pose for a picture of my bathing suit for no. social media. Never. There will be no Instagram. Well, I didn't say you'd be posing. I could just take oh it. My take what a picture is when you're least expecting it. Oh and my gosh. You imagine? No. I just, my stomach flipped even thinking about that. Like you're bending over to pull something out of the refrigerator or something. <laughs> In my bathing suit? Oh, can you imagine? Oh no matter what angle you get, back, <laughs> side, aerial. <laughs> Aerial. That's gonna be bad. He's got his even phone. You know. <laughs> You're a very bad man for even suggesting it. All right, let's take a break. All right. <laughs> Tomorrow, as of the day of this recording, Richard Branson, the billionaire, is set to launch himself into outer space. Oh. Actually, it's more like near space, but it's still space. Hmm. By himself? What do you mean launch himself? <laughs> like a catapult situation? Like a catapult situation. <laughs> he's got a no, little snack. He's, <laughs> a little knapsack. You know, he's the owner of Virgin Airlines and he has mm-hmm. a space tourism company that he's been working on oh. for, I don't know, forever. Mm-hmm. And so tomorrow is the day that he is supposed to, he and uh, I think it's two crew members and two passengers will be jettisoning themselves jettison jettisoning no. they'll be launching themselves launching. up, yeah. up into space wait a second for a short space flight mm-hmm. they'll have i think two minutes or something of near weightlessness near i think they call it like uh, low gravity or something and then they'll glide back down to earth but they have to go through the atmosphere and all the stuff the high mm-hmm. risk of of death Honestly, oh they're going to live stream it. Yeah. Who are these so, passengers? High risk of death. So here's here's the thing. What? Do you think in this day and age and the division between the ultra wealthy and the lower middle class people, what percentage of people do you think that tune in tomorrow secretly are going to be watching hoping that something bad happens? <gasps> I did not think that's what you were Whoa. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> Oh my god, that's a lot to unpack. I, I know. I, I'm. I'm. My in gosh. all seriousness, though, this says he's the first billionaire. What? To, uh, well, oh, I lost it. I lost it. I had it, and I was scrolling. I'm not used to the the first billionaire thing. in space. Yes, he'll be the first, first billionaire. And Jeff Bezos is supposed to do it like a week or two later with his thing. So oh. the, there was like a big race. So if tomorrow gets delayed, then Jeff Bezos would be the first. Oh, here it is. Here it is. It, uh, Branson's flight will make him the first billionaire founder of space company to actually travel into space aboard a vehicle he helped fund. Well, oh. wait a minute. Have other billionaires gone into space? I'm That's pretty sure he'll so be the specific. first billionaire in space. <laughs> that was way too specific. <laughs> CNN business. This is what I think. I think it doesn't matter. Middle class, low class, high class. Everyone's tuning in to watch because there is something crazy and exceptional about it like if he was just like getting in a boat and <laughs> paddling from you know, in a boat. florida to who knows where i mean who's checking in on that he's going to freaking space and here's, that's scary here's the thing so when bezos is going up there's a person he they auctioned off a flight for a passenger 
this person paid $28 million <gasps> to go on this flight. To possibly die. And, what? And, and the question is this. In this day and age of people being unemployed, people being, uh, you know, like with, you're going with, yeah, this. with this huge divide in socioeconomic classes, do you think that it's completely tone deaf to basically mm. us all sit back and celebrate billionaires or multi-multi-millionaires sort of, you know, flying up into space to do something real new and exciting. Like it's something that very much we will never be able to attain. And mm -hmm. not that know. I care to. <laughs> well, it depends on where if that money is going back into the program to fund research, then that's different because this may I mean and I don't know I'm not trying to make a huge global warming speech or anything but mm -hmm. I don't know where we're going to be in a hundred years or so and this research may be pivotal in I don't know our survival one day well Jordan said we're going to be gone we're gone in a hundred years right. yeah no I think it was very less bleak. than that right very very bleak something like that <laughs> like 60 years are dead <laughs> 60 years are dead <laughs> didn't you say something like that no not really <laughs> like 20, 60, 2070. You're just actually making stuff up right now. <laughs> Let's ne go back through the archives. Never happened. Um, mm -hmm. No, but I, I just, as I listened and started reading what they're doing, I just, there was something in me that just felt very uh, uneasy about it. Mm -hmm. And that it's it's almost like something out of like, I don't know, Wally -E or something. <laughs> like it's, it feels very odd that you've got wealthy people, ultra wealthy people who are on the forefronts of this space exploration, space tourism thing. And they're talking about building, uh, you know, independent space stations that you can go tour to, you know, fly up to and stay for a day or two and then fly back. And Oh, my gosh. In like orbiting the Earth? Yeah, like orbiting <gasps> the Earth. Holy smokes. Or on the moon. I mean, there's all these like pipe dream ideas but it's it's all becoming more within our grasp i think wow and so but do you, do you get the vibe station. that they're leaving and when that like, they're leaving us all behind <laughs> oh, yeah oh like the now 100 oh i see what you're saying i don't know it, so it, only the wealthy uh, will survive yeah it's like look at us look at us rich people look what we're getting to experience and what we're building mm. for ourselves mm. and for our future mm. you little gonna... people sit back and watch <clears throat> us on your tiny screen yeah. Screw them. <laughs> but they're going to have to fly a, some of us out to, to tend the hotels <laughs> right. the space stations. You got to make yourself valuable. Imagine the <laughs> dust. You got to be an asset. Space I'm not going. Dust. You know how I feel about space. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, pretty clear about how yeah. you feel about space. But I'll be watching. That's, that's interesting. That mm -hmm. um, I never would have kind of bunny rabbited mm -hmm. down I those don't know what that meant, but rabbit trail bunny trailed rabbit off trailed. of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bunny, bunny rabbited. rabbited. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what? Oh, look at the, the term bunny rabbited. <laughs> Never heard it. Uh, off of that event. Like, I yes. don't think I would have heard about that and then thought those thoughts, but that makes a lot of sense. Well, they're talking about potentially down the road, this whole space tourism thing that for like, they're hoping to get the price down to forty thousand oh. <laughs> dollars for for a flight, just like a a flight into space where you come right back. But why? But then you look at like what the yeah. average income is of a person in America being, I think, like around fifty thousand dollars or something, maybe less than that. Uh, so to think that you know, again, 
the average to below average person income wise in the United States would never, ever, ever be able to afford that. So mm-hmm. it's something that's being created mm-hmm. for a certain demographic of people that mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But do, just, do you think that means that division. they shouldn't do it? Uh, I, I mean, they can do whatever they want. I just, mm-hmm. but that brings me back to my point. Do you think there's enough sort of animosity or bitterness towards the ultra wealthy that a lot of people will watch that and they're not rooting for like mm-hmm. oh wow i hope it goes great and he comes back and I'm so happy for him and whatever do you think there's people that are sitting back watching it going like i hope that guy gets his come up and come up and i think, <laughs> I think I, you're that guy. yeah i think so too my god you're sitting back i'm not that would have never like you would, it would have to be a person who has really suffered at the hands of the wealthy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like truly suffered but to feel that way. You know, the sentiment of all of a twist of <laughs> the sentiment of, you know, young adults these days. I would say a large chunk of kids 20s and below have uh, severe animosity towards the wealthy. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm not mm-hmm. trying to get super political, but it's the um, sort of the neo socialist, neo whatever. It's the mm-hmm. the. Bernie Sanders type supporters, the people who, you know, vote for those pretty far left wing candidates who think that it's a sin for billionaires to exist. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. they think it's fundamentally wrong that there are billionaires. So I understand what you're saying. I do too. I just don't know anybody that would think that way. I wouldn't root for the explosion of a, <laughs> of a space shuttle. <laughs> what is it called? Is it a I shuttle? Well, it's really fascinating. I got derailed because I was looking at an article that said what Netflix shows are getting renewed. We're going to take your computer away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a tangent. But did you bunny rabbit? <laughs> I did bunny rabbit. <laughs> Emily in Paris is coming back. I'm oh, so excited. No. no, but they sh- there's a picture and it looks like, look at this. The <gasps> the rocket is in between like two yeah. jets. It flies it's up. It's not what we think of as, it, you know, the it, 1980s rocket. Yeah, it flies yeah. up to 40,000 feet attached to a jet and oh. then it drops off and then it engages <gasps> and it launches up. Isn't that crazy? Space. Look at that. That's I actually can, a little that's, bit more terrifying. That's I can't. pretty nuts. Uh, People can't see that. So. Well, people go look. I was showing Danielle. I, exactly. This is tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I thought it was Sunday. I think it's Sunday. Oh, think it's you're right. Sunday. It's Sunday. It's the 11th. That's correct. Today, I, today's uh, been Saturday all day for me, though. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Man, alive. Well, that's Or terrifying. not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll this see. says uh, Grammy-nominated singer Khalid. Is that his name? Khalid. 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 Oh, Khalid. no. Is he going? No. He's going to be debuting a new song at the landing site after Branson's anticipated return. Does he have a backup song? (laughs) Why did I say If things don't work out. Like he doesn't get the memo and he just starts in with like like, fireworks or something completely inappropriate. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad, Jordan. That's bad. <laughs> the oh, beginning oh. of your end. Yeah, we have to watch the live stream. Okay. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's be done. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.